Welcome to the Church in the Peak podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, visit churchinthepeak.org or come join us at 10.30am every Sunday. Okay, well I'm going to just take a moment to swap microphones because I'm going to speak. And uh, while I do that, a song is going to come up on the thing that, uh, there's no words for this song. It's an introduction to my talk and what I want to speak on this morning. So um, that will just play while I change microphones. Now you may think that's a bit of a strange song to start a preach with, Um, and I did think about doing a lip sync to that, uh, but I'm not very good at that kind of thing, so I didn't bother. But actually, I've kind of been thinking about this whole topic of why did Jesus die? And if you've ever read um, some of uh, Desiring God material, uh, you'll find that uh, John Piper has... 50 reasons why Jesus died. And you can look at those. There's a book available on that. You can look at that online. And I encourage you to do that. But also, I just want to be... My thoughts were going down the road of actually Jesus did it out of love. And this morning I want to talk on true love. So the title of that song is I Want to Know What Love Is. And I guess we all want to know what love is. And... We've had samples or we've experienced some kind of love, love from parents. We've ex- experienced love for, for someone else, maybe someone we're married to, uh, someone we're in relationship with, love towards our children. We've, we've given that and we've received love. And, but there's only one true love. And so that song for me was about Jesus. He's demonstrating true love for us. And Jesus is love. It's his very nature. It's who he is. And Jesus just didn't come to talk about love. And he talked a lot about that. And he encouraged people that we should love one another. And that we should uh, love our neighbor as ourselves. And uh, we should love our families. We should love our husbands, our wives. All those things are good things. But it's only a small comparison to the love that Jesus demonstrated for us. And the line that song says, I want to know what love is. I know you can show me. And the greatest love that's ever been shown is Jesus. And Jesus said this. In John 15 verse 13, there is no greater love to, than to lay down one's life for one's friends. Now Jesus laid down his life and he did it for those that weren't his friends. But here he's saying that that's the greatest love if you lay down your life for your friends. But we were enemies of God. And we were afar off from God. 
And we weren't near him at all. We weren't friends with God. Now we are, for those that have come to know him and and accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, we are now friends of God. But before that, we were enemies. And yet here's Jesus choosing to demonstrate love to us. And he did it by dying on a cross. And John 3, verse 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, Jesus. And he gave him, yeah, he gave him for a, for 33 years. He lived on the earth. For three years of that, he was doing kingdom ministry. He was de- demonstrating Jesus. He was demonstrating the love of the Father. He was demonstrating the kingdom. He was bringing the kingdom on earth as it is in heaven, where sicknesses were healed, where people were set free from demonic influence, where people were set free from all manner of illnesses and sicknesses, and uh, and they came to follow Jesus. And he gave them forgiveness of sins and new life in him. And that's what Jesus came to do. And he wanted to do it once and for all. It wasn't that it was just while he was here for those three years. Actually, he wanted to make sure that that would continue throughout history for all of us until he came again. And he is coming again. And we can celebrate and rejoice today that he is risen because he is alive and will come again. But he died to carry our sin for us. He died to take our sin upon himself and to free us from sin once and for all. That actually the power of sin will no longer have power over us. And that actually we can be free from that. And he demonstrated it out of love. He did it out of love. He went to the cross and gave up his life and no one took it from him. He gave it up freely that we could be saved. He gave it up freely that we could know this love, that we could experience love. And he demonstrated it. And some people can use words, and words come so easily. And we can say things. We can say to someone, oh, I love you. But it doesn't really mean a lot unless it's followed by something else. Unless there's some not just feeling behind it, but actually action. Because love is active. Love does. It doesn't just say. It doesn't just feel. But there's an action out of love. And we choose to love. And God chose to love us. He chose to love what he created. We created in his own image, man and woman. We we were created and he loves us enough that he went to the cross for us. And even while we were enemies, even while we had no concept of God, even while we didn't want to follow him, he demonstrated love for us by going to the cross and sacrificing his own life. And so... He wants us to know it and to demonstrate, having seen that demonstration. And that's what we're celebrating Easter Sunday is this celebration of love demonstrated in death on a cross and rising again. We're celebrating a love that we could not match, a love that we could not do. And we're seeing incredible acts of kindness and selflessness today in uh, staff, NHS staff who are caring for very sick people, putting their own lives at risk. In a sense, people they don't know, people that they're not, they have no uh, relationship with in any way other than to be uh, a physician taking care of them. And But this is even greater than that that Jesus did. Because he died for people who rejected him completely, who turned their, their back on him, who abused him, who beat him. And he said, forgive them. Because they don't know what they're doing. And God... It's in sending Jesus, wanted to know the love of the Father. 
And he wants us to know that afresh even today. He wants us to experience that love that sent Jesus to the cross. That love that caused him to be raised to life again. That love that uh, Jesus came and lived amongst us and went through what we went through. And I just want you to imagine just one of those disciples on Good Friday. And they don't know that Sunday's coming. They haven't seen into the future. Even though Jesus has told them, they don't really get it. They haven't caught what he was saying. Even Mary hasn't, even that passage I read out of Luke this morning. They hadn't remembered the words of Jesus. And you can imagine them on Friday. And they're seeing Jesus, the one that they've left their families for. The one they've left their livelihoods for. They were tax collectors, fishermen, all manner of jobs they had. And they gave it all up when Jesus said, come follow me. And now here he is. And he's been arrested, and he's on a cross, and he's been beaten and bruised, and he's had nails through his hands and his feet, and he's hanging there to die. And you can imagine what they're feeling and thinking, well, what was all the last three years about? What are we going to do now? What comes next? This man we've given everything up for is now dying and about to die. And then they hear him cry on the cross, it is finished. And you can imagine perhaps the sinking feeling in their own hearts as, well, it is for us. It's finished for us now. It's over. He's just declared it. It's finished. It's done. He's dying and dead. And that is it. And he not remembered what he'd said. Because Sunday hadn't come. And then suddenly, you find them scattered, a bit lost. And we hear Judas who... Betrayed him, goes and hangs himself. But then there's a day coming. A resurrection day. And it's not far away. It's only three days. This is Friday and it's coming Sunday. And on the third day it says that he rose again. And when they went to look for him, they didn't find him. And yet he appeared to them and they didn't even recognize him initially. Because he was a risen Jesus. He was ascended. He was in his glorified body. And it wasn't his earthly body in that sense anymore. It was his glorified body because he conquered sin and death upon the cross. And what they thought had been finished for them wasn't true. But what Jesus intended to be finished was finished forever. That the power of sin and death was dealt with for eternity. And now he is risen. And he's alive forevermore. And he's going to be ever alive. And one day we will be with him and we will be like him. And we'll be just like he is. And what a glorious day that will be. This is love demonstrated. This is the love of God. And in Romans 5, 8. Says this. But God shows his love to us. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Paul wrote that to the Roman church, the ones that had crucified him, the Romans that had put him on that cross. He wrote it to the Romans to say that while while we were sinners, Christ showed his love for us by putting himself upon the cross and dying for us. This is love shown to us. So if you want to know what true love looks like, then look at Jesus. If you want to experience what true love is really like, then come to Jesus. 
And if you're watching online today and you don't know Jesus, and you've never truly given your life to Jesus, and you've not had your life touched and changed by the power of his love, I want to encourage you to make that choice today. To invite Jesus into your heart. To pray a simple prayer, acknowledging that you're a sinner. Acknowledging that you've... Uh, you, you've been far away from God and that you thought nothing of him and that actually now you want to come and you want to turn to Jesus and you want to receive of this love that was demonstrated on the cross. You want to receive that love. You want to feel true love because I have to say there's only one place you get it and that is Jesus. True love is found in Jesus. And while you were a sinner, while I was a sinner, he died for us. And this is amazing love. This is true love for us. And in 1 John 4 verse 9, it says, God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. Not that we love God, but he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. See, the thing is that Jesus considered you worthy of dying for. He loved you so much, he considered you worthy of giving up his life. He loves you, and he gave his life for you. Why? Why would he do that? Why would he choose to give his life up for people who had rejected him, had no concept of God, didn't even want to know about him? Because of love. All because of his love for humanity. What, what he created, the world and the humans and the human race that he put on the earth, that he might have relationship, that he might have community, that he might have family on the earth. And we somehow rejected that and we and men chose evil over good but Jesus still loved us and still loves us today and maybe today you've been far away from God maybe you've been distant from him maybe you've once you're listening in and you once ran really well with God and you had good relationship with God and you worshiped him and you 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 spent time with him and you you communicated with God and you prayed and you had a great time. Then other things got in the way somehow and you've lost that first love. It talks about in Revelation to one of the churches, it says, I have this against you. You've lost your first love. Jesus hasn't lost his love for you. He hasn't lost his love for this world. He hasn't lost his love for humanity. He hasn't lost his love for you personally. He loves you because he has true love that never fails. It never gives up. It never leaves. It runs out on you. And we sing songs about that and we truly know the words, understand the words and the meaning of those words for us that he truly loves us. And if you've never known Jesus before, I want to encourage you, come and experience this true love. Come and find the true love that Jesus offers you today. So we can celebrate. We can celebrate victory. We can celebrate the love that he's given us. We can celebrate even in this difficult time. And there's lots of things around on the internet that you can be looking at. Lots of stuff out there. Christian, some good, some bad. 
And I just want to encourage you, let's fix our eyes on Jesus. And we've been giving a consistent message over these last few weeks as we've been doing these live streams. And that is, let's get with God. Let's get into the Word of God. Neil encouraged us last week to get into the Word of God and to let the Word of God refresh us and renew us and teach us and train us and instruct us in how we should go. And Peter, the week before, did. And we started this, the first one of these, we, we looked at what it was to be devoted in this time. Disciples were scattered and they devoted themselves to the teaching and to fellowship and to worship and communion. And let's We've been giving that message out, so I want to encourage us. Let's draw near and press into Jesus. Let's press in to who he is. And let's see what God will do in these days. And how God will use this time for good. That many people will come back to Jesus. Many people who have drifted away, what we would call prodigal sons and daughters. Those that have lost their love and somehow been drawn away to other things. God wants to restore them to that love again. And for those that have never known that love, he's inviting and saying, come, enjoy this. Come and know true love because I've demonstrated my love for you upon the cross. I demonstrated it to the whole world to over 2,000 years ago and I'm still showing that love today by coming and drawing near to people. Individuals, one by one, drawing near and showing my love to them. So I want to encourage you. You might not think you're worthy, but he thought you were worth it. He thought you were worthy of dying for. And he loves you. And he wants you to know that love. And many people are fearful at this time. Even I've known Christians that are fearful at this time. And some of my work colleagues are fearful at this time. People I know and talk to neighbours and they're fearful at this time. The Bible says, perfect love casts out all fear. We just need to get drenched in perfect love. We need to be overwhelmed again with the love of the Father. We need to come again and, and experience this love that Jesus demonstrated upon the cross for us. So I want to encourage you, even today, even now, we're going to do a song. It's a new song for many. Uh, I put it onto YouTube, onto our, from YouTube onto our uh, closed Facebook site um, for you to listen to and have a chance to listen to before today. It's a song that has just blessed me over the last uh, few weeks, and it's called Love Like This. And we're going to just play that song, and I want to encourage you as we do that to experience again. Allow yourself to experience the love of the Father. Experience this love that sent Jesus to the cross. Experience the love that caused him to, to, to heal the sick and to drive out demons. The love that sent him to people who were lost and lonely. The marginalized people he went to and he sought them out. And he showed them love and compassion. He wants to do that for you today. He wants to do that for each one of us. And we can all draw near. So I'm going to pray. And as I pray, let's just expect God now to come and draw near to us. Right where you are, right now, expect God to draw near with his love. Thank you, Father. We thank you for perfect love. We thank you for true love.
It's not some wishy-washy feeling. Thank you, Jesus. You demonstrated love by taking our place upon the cross, by carrying upon yourself the punishment that we deserved. You took upon yourself and you carried our sin and our shame and our guilt upon that cross, demonstrating how much you loved us, that we could be free, that we could know your righteousness, that we could know your love and your peace and your joy and your life in our hearts. And so, right now, Holy Spirit, I ask you to draw near to everyone right now. I ask you to come close right now in Jesus' name. And right where you are, I want to encourage you to just lift out your hands and invite him to come and draw near to you right now. Ask him to come and show you love again, to wrap his arms of love around you, to draw near to you, that you would experience this love again and know this Jesus and how much he loves you. So come, Holy Spirit, right now, I pray. I pray right now into every room, to every place where everyone's gathered around the screen right now, watching this, God, I pray, would you come with your love? Would you fill their hearts? Would you fill their minds? Would you fill their rooms? I pray for the very presence of the Almighty to fill their rooms right now. They know your presence. They know your nearness. They know your love again, your acceptance, that they've not gone too far. And I just feel this. There's someone in, and you feel I've gone too far. I've, I've drawn away too much from God. This seems like there's no way back for me. And I just feel like God's saying, of course there is. Of course there is a way back. And I'm offering it you today. So don't fear. Don't disqualify yourself that there's no way back. There is a way back. There is a way back. And you can know this love. As someone else, and you've, you've just compared this love of the Father and you've compared it to the love that you've known in the natural and that love hasn't been great. That love wasn't shown in any uh, way of... Uh, of compassion in any way of affection and uh, and so you've dismissed the love of the father saying it's, it's not sufficient it's not good enough I, I need something more and, and he would say to you it is and I am your sufficiency I'm sufficient for you that you can know love and compassion and affection like you've never known like you've never known I love you and I want you to experience my true love for you. So the invitation for you is to draw near and allow him to show you true love. Allow him to show you true love. He wants to show you true love. We're going to sing this song together now. And if you don't know, that's fine. Just listen to the words. But allow, continue to allow the love of the Father to draw near to you as we Let's do this song together. Love like this.